Well, welcome to the market close report for Monday, the 30th of January, the second last day of the month. And while the share market did drop back a little today, we've had a pretty good month so far, as long as things don't actually fall apart tomorrow. So we've got the ASX 200 only dipping by about 12 points today. That's a fall of less than a fifth of 1% to 7,481. And the broader All Ordinaries Index was down by around nine points. Now with one day remaining, as I said, in Jan, we're up roughly six and a half percent this month, a little shy of that. We hit a nine month high on Friday. We are within striking distance of a record high as well. And if nothing changes, it still will be the best start we've had to a year in decades as well. Now, uh, this week, there's a lot to actually watch, and it's one reason perhaps why we've had that relatively subdued start. Some of the highlights will actually come uh, from the United States in particular, but also a number of other countries. So we've got companies like Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, which is Google par Google's parent company, and also Meta releasing their profit results uh, later this week on Wednesday and Thursday. So the US earnings season will be peaking this week. The second big thing to be mindful of is that we've got three major central banks making decisions on interest rates this week. The US Federal Reserve, uh, the UK's Bank of England, and the European Central Bank, all telling us what they're going to do with rates on Thursday. The expectation is that all three will raise rates by either a quarter or by half a percent. What will be equally, or perhaps even more important though, is what they say they'll be doing in the coming months. So very important for markets, and again, perhaps why we've had that quiet start. As far as what we've seen across sectors today though, tech stocks really stood out. This is an interest rate sensitive area of our market and we had a lift of about 2.3% though uh, today. Second best communication services, which includes the telcos like Telstra, for example, lifting about 1.1%. And the other improvers, property, utilities and industrials were um, more modest with their, with their advances. The losers though, we had uh, consumer discretionary, healthcare stocks, financials, energy, materials, and consumer staples, and they did enough to push the market into slightly negative territory. Now, if we look at some of the best and worst performers on our market today, starting with some of the best. Now, you'll notice that Oz Minerals is flat today, but there was a bit of news around the stock and it's improved by about 50% since August last year, which is when BHP made an, uh, an approach the company and said it wants to actually purchase it. So not doing much today though, it did come out with a quarterly update. And amongst other things, uh, it actually said today that uh, it produced a record amount of copper over the December quarter, but it also warned of higher cost in 2023, uh, particularly around things like electricity in South Australia. Novonics and a few of the other lithium uh, producers were standouts today as well. It rose in the order of seven and a half percent, but an even stronger performer was Core Lithium that rose by close to 9% today. This was after handing down a quarterly update and saying that it's actually delivered its first shipment of lithium to China from Darwin. Linus was another standout with a quarterly update. It produces rare earth minerals uh, and it rose in the order of 7%. Now it came out with a quarterly and said it's had higher revenues in the December quarter. And finally, ProMedicus, not doing as well as some of these others, but it still rose in the order of 1.2% today. Now, for those who aren't familiar with the company, it uh, basically has an Im imaging platform uh, that it sells in the medical space. And essentially it signed an eight year, $12 million contract with the US health services company. So that seemed to help the stock advance. As far as the losers are concerned today, Insurance Australia Group, Suncorp, QBE, the insurers really underperformed. One of the reasons is there are concerns of rising cost 
when it comes to the uh, floods that are currently taking place in uh, in New Zealand. So IAG today said that it's already had over 5,000 claims amid the New Zealand storms with more to come in coming days. And then Suncorp said it's already received roughly 3,000 claims relating to that. Metcash was down about 2%. This is a company that distributes groceries to IGA supermarkets across the country. So today, basically, the CEO of its foods business, a key leader, uh, announced his intention to resign. He's been with the group for about 30 years. And early in December, we also had the chief financial officer announcing his retirement. And finally, Fortescue Metals coming under a little bit of pressure today, down about 1.3%. Uh, there was a broker downgrade that it received, and perhaps that was one reason why it came under selling pressure. The Aussie dollar, weaker against pretty much all currencies, including the US at 70.8 US, uh, weaker against the Kiwi, the Yen, the Sterling, and also the Euro. But as I said this week, all eyes will certainly be on central banks the Fed, the Bank of England, and the ECB Wednesday and Thursday, and then all of those US earnings results, which will be out later in the week as well. On that note, everyone, have a great evening, and we'll see you again tomorrow.